Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome in. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We'll we'll get to a big story in the NFL coming up in a couple of seconds, but we had a big night tonight in the NBA. We had a near full slate of games. We saw a lot of teams hit the halfway point. The Pistons hit the halfway point at 4-37, which means they are projected to have the worst record in the history of the NBA. 37? Shut up. You got to try to be that bad, so it's good. It is, and and for all of the well, the end of the year, you win a few games. You know, you're going to find some games. You know, yeah, but are you really? No, are you really? No, I don't not. know, man. I don't know. All bad things, right there. Four and thirty-seven. This one team's around. but uh, the big highlight of the night. Well, besides the Knicks winning again, because now the Knicks have won seven out of nine. Oh, OG Anunoby is the MVP. The Knicks have no problems right now. The Lakers, in a bit of a surprise. Beat the Mavericks 127 to 110. And it was a surprise because the Lakers have been struggling. The Mavericks have been playing pretty well. Luka's playing today at 33, 13, and 10. But the Lakers were too much. LeBron had 25. AD almost had a triple double. He was one assist shy. But 
one of the reasons why I feel good about the Lakers again, and this is where, like, also, I felt good in the beginning. I told you they were going to be okay. They won the IST, and then things fell off a cliff. I didn't feel good. But here's why I feel good about them right now. Because, look, a lot of teams, we talked about this, uh, you know, in the last hour of the show. Hey, of the top 14 teams in the, in the league right now, 12 of them have between 13 and 17 losses, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's bunched up. The Lakers are right behind there. 21 and 21 midway point is fine. It's not great. It's not where you expect it to be. Honestly, I expect the Lakers to be somewhat like eh, 23 and 18, 23 and 19, 24 and 18, something like that. But 21 and 21, okay. But the thing that I like about them and I, I always believe in change when I see it as, as a big deal. And, you know, I default a lot to Anunoby with the Knicks because you saw what happened to the Knicks, how well they've played, how he's fit right in assimilated. I'm telling you, man, Knicks are going to the NBA Finals this year. Ah! But <laughs> the Lakers have now committed the last couple of games. They're going to start D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves together in the backcourt. These are guys who are friends off the court who – when they're trying to figure out the best combination of things. Look, I told you I thought Reeves coming off the bench is the right thing, but when you can find a combination that works, you want to stick with it. And they they threw these guys out there together against Oklahoma City and the Lakers won. They did it again tonight. Russell scored 29 to lead the team. Austin Reeves had 14 on six out of eight shooting. The Lakers might have found something here with Russell and Reeves starting in the backcourt together. They might have found something because this is two pretty good wins in a row that you have seen the starting backcourt be a bit of a difference maker. And they're putting up big time crooked numbers and you're not relying on Hachimura to score 20 off the bench or Christian Wood to have a double double with 10 and 10. Uh, You are seeing your two starting guards play the vast majority of the minutes and play pretty well. And for D'Angelo Russell, you need it because if anybody's going to get traded at the deadline, it's going to be him. So the fact that maybe now they figured something out with Russell and Reeves because they committed to Russell and Reeves a couple of days ago and said, this is what it's going to be going forward. Already you're seeing some kind of return on them. So I'm at my watch out for the Lakers part of the season again because if they've found something here with Russell and Reeves, look, at this just means it's going to be less of LeBron and Davis to dominate every night. It's going to open up the floor for them a little bit more. They'll have better nights shooting the basketball. This could be a really big thing for the Lakers and not something to sleep on. Yeah, until they make a trade that requires one of those guys with a big contract to go back to Chicago for Zach Levine. <laughs> or to get Russell Westbrook back. Uh, well, come on, man. Let's get it back. Let's get it back. Well, Things like, are working. Legitimately, what, what you have going for D'Angelo Russell, you know, you got a bit of a showcase thing going on right now and, and big time production, but he's the most likely to be shipped out. Right? We've seen rumors uh, for the last couple of weeks, and then it's just a matter of how do you make salaries match up that dopey rule in the NBA. Uh, so one of those guys would have to go. So it disrupts everything. Not to mention, I, I again, I don't want to be this guy. Sorry, Frostburg. Um, you, you've played with LeBron and AD healthy and dominating for all this stretch, and you're 500. So Can't Mark. Mark. <laughs> so eventually, <laughs> man, I, I, I hate to say it, and I, and I hope I'm wrong. God, I hope the basketball gods smile upon you and keep things rolling. But history of the last several years would say that won't be the case. So you've got to work to fortify. So there's got there's more work to be done with this roster to make sure you've got more backup uh, in case LeBron or AD 
or heaven forbid, both, have to miss any level of time to keep you in the space, whether you're play in or, or find yourself, you know, with your head just above water uh, to, to get out of that. So, you know, I, I like that you're, you're optimistic, Smith. I mean, maybe this is coming off of those Jets practices that you're all excited about uh, to end the, this run of your 2023 uh, New York <laughs> football Jets. I, I like the positivity. I do. However, um, this is far from a finished product. <laughs> okay, listen, we'll get to the Jets in a second. Did you just go Good Times theme song with keeping your head above water, yeah. making a way when you can, yeah. temporary layoffs, good times. You went good Easy times. Easy credit ripoffs. Good times. Slashing and surviving good times. You know what? I was thinking of for our anniversary, I almost bought us a cameo from John Amos. Really? Yeah. You know, I saw and then him I couldn't once. get it turned around fast enough to make it uh, work. You say what, what? Amos or Stamos? No, 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 John Amos. Well, Sta- John Stamos, Amos. I do have a note in to ask him if he'd like to come promote his book and hang out with us to talk sports. On oh, you got to pick a night where Tyshirt's not here, like the championship game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Big important nights that we'll have. Super Bowl. Um, you know, I saw John Amos in a grocery store like 20 years ago. He was behind me in line buying cigars. And I almost said something to him because, like, you know, I'm in line and someone just throws something on the conveyor belt and I see it's just a big pack of cigars. I'm like, oh, someone buying a cigar. Oh, my God, it's John Amos. Was this oh, famous my- Amos? <laughs> no, no, no. This, was, this isn't Ralph's. This, this is, this is- and I should have said something because he had been on West Wing at that point. And I want to say, oh, my God, Admiral Fitzwallis, how are you? But, I, I, you know, I was just surprised in the moment because I didn't think I'd see John Amos behind me in line at the grocery store. Get, get him to run a few coming to America lines with you. <laughs> You were going to call him his character name like I did <laughs> to uh, Dude from the Office? Yeah, when you call Gabe from the Gabe. Office, Gabe. Gabe. Oh, I hope in a couple of weeks we have the opportunity to do that because in a Super Bowl uh, week, Frostburg, Smith, we would have so many celebrities passing us. Gabe, come party, Gabe. Can you imagine if we go to Vegas again and we see him again and Frostburg says, Hey, Gabe, I saw you last year. Gabe, how you doing? Do you ever if, leave if this we see hotel? him, I'm saying it. <laughs> He's going to go home and go, you know, some guy did the same thing to me last year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, now, look, you brought up Jets practice for a second. And I, I got to be honest Mike. with you here. I got to be honest with you. One of the big NFL headlines today uh, was the Jets. It gets out that Aaron Rodgers apparently had an unbelievable last week of practice before the last week of the regular season. The Jets amped things up, and they were having contests and competitions, and Aaron Rodgers was back at practice, and it was basically practicing live. Obviously, you don't hit Aaron Rodgers. And the team said the way he was throwing the football all over the field was incredible. Makai Becton, Jets left tackle, said it was like watching Picasso paint. This is if if Picasso could paint more than four strokes before he winds up getting hurt, and I can't paint So, you know, I see this and, you know, I'm reading about it in the New York Post and I see the quote, boy, this is kind of glass half full because it makes you excited about the 2024 season. But at the same time, what a loss the 2023 season was with Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, no, it doesn't do either of those things for me. It makes me realize I can't get excited about next season. Boy, you talk about what the Jets have done to me, the number they've done to me, me being negative Nancy. Uh, I can't even look forward to like, can I really go through the offseason like I did last year saying, Man, I can't wait. Foaming yeah. at the mouth, hyperventilating, thinking about what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Best quarterback we've ever had. This is going to be amazing. And we had him for four plays. No, and, you, and I you're can't get be excited that guy because you're already quoting Mackay Becton 
as the stalwart of your <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> well, say, hey, hey, him staying healthy all year is probably more surprising than Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. And it's five yeah. snaps, so you count the Achilles. Uh, if you count, yes, yeah, if you count. But I mean, I can't, I can't get excited because what am I going to do? Be excited. Oh man, everything is great in practice, and Garrett Wilson is going to catch 125 passes, and oh my god, knowing that, how long could he? Maybe he plays five plays, maybe he plays ten plays. It could, it all came crashing down last year so early, and it was so bad. I can't spend the entire offseason getting excited for something that I don't know that we're going to have. I mean, I don't. He's 40, coming off a big injury. Everything was fine. And then middle of camp last year, hey, he got a little bit of a strained calf. Bob, he's got some tape on it. Everything is fine. He's practicing. Oh, guess what? Blown Achilles, opening night of the NFL. I, I can't get excited about it. I can't do it again. I, I can't. I, I, just, I just can't. It's going to be stunning. You're going to be stunning, but my whole thing is going to be the offseason. I'm not going to say, oh, I can't wait. We're going to the Super Bowl. I'm just going to nod and I say, hey, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe You'll it's not. Back. Maybe it'll be good. Like before, <laughs> you'll be back. I mean, there's there's no frostbreak. You don't buy this for a second. Nope. You'll you'll have a Jets headline tomorrow. <laughs> if we fire Robert Sala and hire well, somebody well, else well, like Jim can, Harbaugh, you're, you're yeah, gonna, sure. You're gonna have at least one Jets note almost every day. This offseason to convince yourself how great it's going to be. You're turning the corner. You're going to use the Lions as this giant uh, connection point to what the greatness of the Jets and their rise could be. All of this stuff. You're going to make some asinine comparison between Campbell and Sala, and I'm going to have to yell at you. And, and then we're going to go from there. No, no, all of these things are going to happen. But my overall excitement about Rogers is going to do it. Rogers, Rogers, no, I can't do it. I, I can't no, get excited going. It's going to happen. You are completely in on Rogers. Yeah, you're Pinocchio right now. I've had it all. I've had it all. I, it got all taken away from me so easily. So easily, man. So easily. I, yeah, how can I say be I can't do It's just so mentally daunting, Mike, to think, oh, no, I'm going to spend February and March and April Dude, and May and all Sisyphus excited. you are Sisyphus related to this. Yeah, well, what else pushing, do you have going on? Just keep pushing yeah, that rock pushing up the that hill. Rock, pushing that rock. Pushing that rock. you fall down, and then you're back up on the rock again. Never going to get there. I'm and you never, never get to the get top. There. No, never going to get when there. When the world starts tumbling down again. Jason, I, I, you know the big takeaway from this whole story. What do you got, Frostberg? What is Mackay it? Mackay needs his eyes checked. <laughs> <laughs> no, the big, honestly, well, the big takeaway is he was healthy at the end of the year. I never thought that would happen. Also, a did. very low bar considering the quarterbacks. Maybe his judgment is flawed given what he saw from the Jets all season long. Oh, look, the Jets are flawed. Make, make no mistake about it. Everything is – look, I, I know going in what I'm going to get. But last year I got I, – I mean, it's like, oh, I, I fell for the snake oil. No, no, this year's going to be different. Everything's going to be different with Rodgers and everything. And I fell for it. I, I just can't – it's just too mentally daunting right now. There's too many things. Get, you know, getting old – that's the one thing about getting older is that things that I would have said, you know, years ago, hey, let's go do it. That sounds great. I find ways to go, oh, man, we got a park. We got to find a spot. We're gonna. It's a long walk that we can't. No, I'm done. I, I don't want to do that. You'll be back. It's so mentally daunting to think. Oh, I'm gonna get all fired up. At, no, I'm just gonna keep thinking. You yeah, things are gonna be great if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy. If Aaron Rodgers and he's well, and, we do and how do I know anyway. that he is? You'll be okay. I can't you'll trust be okay because eventually you'll be tired of wearing a shirt that says "family" on it. You want to <laughs> claim something as your own, so you'll be back.
Dude, my big uh, Rose Bowl, Michigan, uh, Alabama sweatshirt came today. Oh, I'm going to wear that every day for like a month, man. It is so sweet. It looks so great. Champion sweat. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, see, I ordered now, it right now after the game. you're doing the worst of things. Frostburg, look what he's doing. Well, if he ever he needs a parachute. On, he can't win. <laughs> He can't win on his own, so now he's glomming onto his wife's team. It's a fa- look. I've look been what in, he did. I've been in the Michigan thing for thirty years. Dude. I've seen every Michigan game for thirty years. Oh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling bad for I'm you. I'm like the guy who was in the stands at the Lions game, except I'm at home watching it on TV. I haven't missed a lot. I haven't missed a Michigan game in thirty years. You're like that gift that get the guy keeps getting kicked in the junk repeatedly. <laughs> Uh, I thought you would go Lucy in the the football. Okay, but yeah. I got that that goes Jet well. Yo. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, <laughs> I just can't. Football. I just can't. I can't get it. It's too hard. It's too hard. Exit. How about a fresca swollen dome? The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Phone number is eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Uh, we got more from the NFL coming up next, including a mass firing. Keep it right here, Jason and Mike. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And, you know, sometimes Twitter's a tough place, right? Social media is a tough place. But oh, yeah. I got to tell you, one of the things I've enjoyed the most the last 24, 36 hours, you know, we got news today that Mike McCarthy is coming back oh, as yeah. head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, was the number of Cowboys fans uh, who have dominated social media after they lost to the Packers and now after news that Mike McCarthy is coming back because they all want change. They're all just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Fabiano. I'm done. Yeah, Fabiano with a time. I'm done. I'm done. Did I can't do, do it. Did he do a rant? Oh, he's probably still crying. Fabiano had a rant. Skip Bayless throwing out all his Cowboys gear. Like, it's, it's so much fun watching. It's the same damn jerseys thrown out 37 <laughs> times. 37? Shut up. Uh, it's so much. Like, every cow. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do anymore. I mean, I'm like, what do you mean you're done? Like, what does that mean? I'm not, I'm not a Cowboys fan anymore. What does it mean? I'm done. I'm I done. I can't, I can't do it. It's so great. It's, it's so like great. you and the Jets. I'm just yeah, exactly. It's like no, no, no. That's different. Gave. That's me saying that I can't get excited for this season until I actually see something happen. These everybody say, I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm never going to watch again. I can't. This is awful. I can't do it anymore. I just love seeing that. <laughs> it, really, it really is good theater, though. Like, you know, when you, you talk about, all right, give me your best monologue. As a fan, yeah. Cowboys, it's easy. I mean, you've got years and years of high expectations. You've probably spent a lot on team merch. I haven't seen the latest surveys. We should probably uh, conduct one ourselves uh, in terms of team merch. I, th- I think more more gets sold of the Cowboys than anything else, right, because of the bandwagon nature of what it was all those years ago. You know, like when you're a Cowboys and Yankees fan. Yeah. Oh, wait, that describes our guy. Anyway, so you have those issues, and you got a lot of people there, you know, so they live and die with the Lakers, too. It's that that holy trinity, as it were. But it it makes for good monologues if you're auditioning for your high school uh, theater group. And look, you just had 40 million people watch that game, and all of them are Cowboys fans. And the best part is they all thought like they were going to the Super Bowl. Like they, they all thought this is our year. <laughs> we're going. Well, Dude, you, you were know, 12 and 5. You barely won the NFC East. Oh, this is our year. They all thought they were going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd like to live in a world of delusion like that for once with one of my teams. Oh, like, man. Like, I'm, I'm always just begging to get to 500, and anything else is a bonus. Yeah. That's a a really sad place to be. Like Mm. the Bears not being mathematically eliminated to the end was just laughable. Yeah, but that was was still kind of fun, though, that you were, you know, you could you were still in the in the hunt, like at the very bottom, though, of the in the hunt graphic. We joked about being in the in the hunt. Yeah, they were on borrowed time. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, just put them out of their misery already. Yeah. Because all it did was embolden the brass to say, well, we're going to stay like we always have. We're not firing anybody with money left on the contract. Which, by the way, Mike McCarthy only has one year left on his deal, just like Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. You know, and and that's the thing is that... 
the Cowboys, and th- this is what's wrong with with Jerry Jones. We talked about how the power, how he felt empowered after firing Jimmy Johnson, winning the Super Bowl with Barry Switzer, and that's what's hurt the Cowboys for the last thirty years is because Jerry Jones has been given and, and convinced himself that he knows everything to do. Right, he knows everything to do. The rest of the NFL is all wiping their brow going, oh, man, thank goodness Jerry Jones didn't fall for any of these great coaches that have built great culture and won Super Bowls saying, this is a guy we need to come in here and win this game and, and, and get us to the Super Bowl. No Bill Belichick, no Jim Harbaugh, no Pete Carroll, no Mike Vrabel. I mean, these are four heavyweights, man. You're talking about Bill Belichick and his Super Bowl rings, and Pete Carroll's been to a Super Bowl, and one, one, he's been to two Super Bowls and won one, right? And Jim Harbaugh's coming off of winning the national championship at Michigan. He's been to a Super Bowl at the 49ers. Mike Vrabel, one of the most respected coaches in the NFL. All these guys are available, and they need some kind of change. Something happens, and it's not not a it's not a, a reflection on Mike McCarthy doing an awful job. But it's why are we not winning? Why can't we win in the playoffs? Why have we not built a great culture? These are all coaches that build culture, and the fact that he decided to say no, I'm going to stick with Mike McCarthy. They're all doing backflips, man. They're all excited because the Cowboys are going to give you exactly the same thing that we had this year. They're not suddenly going to go from 12 wins to 14. They're not going to suddenly go, hey, we're bringing everybody back and we're going to the Super Bowl. This is not a run-it-back team. This is not a run-it-back team. What are the Cowboys going to do? They're going to run it back. They're going to run it back because Jerry Jones won't hire someone who's a strong head coach, and he won't admit where, hey, I failed at certain things, and it's just going to be more of the same for the Cowboys. Man, The the Cowboys, their nickname, they should get rid of the Cowboys, and they should be the Dallas more of the same. Or the Dallas status quo. That should be their team. Status the quo rolls off the tongue more. We're the Dallas status quo. What's this week's status though? quo is playing at the Eagles. Oh, man. Okay. I know what to expect today. That's you're getting from the Cowboys next year. What's the, what's the logo for the status quo, though? It's just the same star uh, over and over again. Like the many faces of Darth Vader that you get on the, you know, here's <laughs> anger, frustration, sadness. It's just the same logo over uh, and over I again. That. Yeah, I get That's it. all you got. <laughs> Uh, but other drama in the NFL today, away from this, involving a team that just got knocked out of the playoffs last week, uh, the Cleveland Browns have let three assistants go. Their offensive coordinator, running backs coach, tight ends coach, all looking for some kind of fall guys after their defeat at the hands of the Texans a week ago. And just for a second, Baker Mayfield's week got even better. Not because these guys got fired. Because, look, Alex Van Pelt's been a pretty good uh, assistant coach in the NFL for a long time. Stump Mitchell was a great running back. He's been around the league, too. But the fact that here's Baker Mayfield, who was let go by the Browns, right? Didn't even see the end of his rookie contract. And he was the problem. And he wasn't good. And we taught, we gave him his, his big minute, his appreciation minute the other night because we needed that. Because he's going to get a big contract this year. And look at what he's done. He's become the quarterback for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to get $30 million a year for the next three years. But the week he's having where not only his new team gets in the playoffs, they win, and they're one step away from the NFC Championship, but his former team got knocked out, and they had to fire three coaches because they won't admit their mistake that – Deshaun Watson is just a guy, and giving him that contract has been holding them back for many reasons. Number one, not not only just the PR re- reaction of, of giving this guy that money coming off of his scandal, but the fact that the guy is he's just a guy. 
He's just a guy. He had one game where it's like, oh, maybe he's all right. He had the big comeback against the Ravens, but outside of that, just a guy. Then he's out for the year, and now you're stuck again. You had another year where you paid Deshaun Watson all this money, and you got no good uh, production from him, and you gave away a year where you still found a way to win 11 games. Oh, by the way, your offensive coaches found a way to win 11 games despite the fact you lost the best running back in the NFL and you lost your franchise quarterback, and you got a guy off the couch to be able to, to be great down the stretch. Yes, he had a bad playoff game, but Joe Flacco was amazing the final month of the season. You found a couple of guys to run the football, right? You find Jerome Ford was a guy. Hey, you didn't miss Nick Chubb that much. You were able to get him in and and, and weave him in with Kareem Hunt, and you didn't miss a step. And the Browns were good, but rather than address the big question, which is the Deshaun Watson contract, they were firing assistant coaches now because we don't want to deal with the real problem. We're just going to continue to play the string out until they get to a point where this is how it's going to end for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. They're finally going to get to the point. Jimmy Haslam's going to get to the point where he says, okay, now I'm okay swallowing this last $80 million and letting him go. $160 million now. Oh, we got to bring him back. We still got to go with him. Okay, but it's going to end at some point like that because Deshaun Watson's just a guy. And here's your big misdirection where it's, hey, guess what? No, no, we're going to fire assistants, and maybe that's going to be the thing for Deshaun Watson. We're going to buy Deshaun Watson another year to potentially be good, when at this point it's not going to happen. So if you're Baker Mayfield, you are living some kind of week this week. Yeah, I mean, personal, professional life, everything rolling straight through. You had a crushing defeat and had Eagles fans uh, losing their minds. Uh, you come through with a, a big effort, big stat game, everything else, and now you watch what once was in Cleveland. Now, that's uh, several stops ago, which is crazy how quickly – the NFL world turns, right? I mean, you're always already talking about having gone between the the world of Carolina and, and the Rams, and, and I think the Rams part of it is certainly intriguing, just, you know, what, what it helped, you know, a, what, another stop. You know, you're that much further removed from the guy that's planting flags and, and doing all that stuff and recognizing, hey, I got to finish this or it's um, – I got to get back to basics or my career may be finished, right? I might be part of the United Football League before it's all said and done. So I uh, got back to, to brass tacks. When you look at the, the Browns, Haslam has his own issues, let alone uh, everything related to to Deshaun Watson and, and the mess that brought. Um, they still finished as a top 10 scoring offense, middle of the pack in terms of yardage. That's going through, what, four quarterbacks? And the guy off the couch. No no Nick Chubb. Uh, Njoku has, has a breakout year alongside Amari Cooper. And you have some big numbers there. But you, your, your defense was all world for a good chunk of the year. And then it wasn't when you needed it to be. Right, because you needed it to be, and then you add, you know, the pick sixes that make it that that much worse in terms of the scoring column and everything else. But um, for Deshaun Watson, yeah, who, who's taking that on? Right, because every owner hated it. So oh, nobody, probably, nobody. You're stuck. Right, I mean, Bashadi and those guys. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple that kind of spoke about it openly, and it was interesting because. You know, it was at about the same time he was going to need to figure out what the payment was going to be to Lamar Jackson and, and all. So some of it was self-serving as related to guaranteed money and all. But when you're coming off the level of inactivity with all swirling around and like anything, you hope, you know, there's a road to redemption 
learn the errors of your ways, all of those things uh, as related to Deshaun Watson. But you you saw that your team could move on without him as the quarterback and sucking up that much of the salary cap and attention. So, yeah, it's it seems inevitable that you go down another rabbit hole uh, and find another quarterback. Because it ain't going to be Joe Flacco. He's going to be back on the couch uh, unless he decides to go uh, bounce to another destination after, after this run. But uh, it does create uh, a vacuum. And firing these coaches is just asinine to me given what they, the circumstances, and again, the early season loss of Chubb to be able to do what they did uh, and, and put up the, the stats that they did is, is just ludicrous. But as they always say, going back many a year, you got to have a fall guy. In this case, three. X at How About a Fresca, X at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Arman live from the TireRack.com studios. What a week for Baker Mayfield, and what a way of just the Browns, nope, nope, we're not going to deal with it. We're just going to kick the can down the road. We're not going to deal with the real problem. We're yep. going to pretend that doesn't exist. Oh, Browns, And then we're yeah. going to celebrate him again on Monday. <laughs> uh, time now to find out what's trending from a guy. We celebrate him all the time here oh, at Fox Oh, wow, Radio. do you? Or at least when UCLA wins, which is a couple of times a month. It's Brian Fenley. Well, they definitely have more wins with eight than your Jets had all of last season. So you can not be that great and still be better than your football team. Just saying. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's okay. And the Pistons have more wins than your Jets. They've got eight wins. Or they will, by your math, after four. The Pistons have four wins. Well, Yeah, but by your math, four wins half the season times two. They'll have eight wins. You know the Jets only play 17 games and the Pistons play 82. No, they both play 82. No, they didn't. Will you just tell everybody how the Knicks are great because they won again tonight and what's trending? Yeah, let's get right to the NBA. And obviously your Knicks did play a game. And yeah, they they ended up winning as the Houston Rockets actually capitulated to them. 109-94. to You like how we used that one there, uh, Jason. 109-94, to a win for the Knicks. The Timberwolves with a 124-117 takedown of those Pistons. Elsewhere, the Celtics cross off the Spurs. 117-98, Victor Wembanyama, 27 points, but his Spurs lowly at 33 losses on the on the year. The Bucks, well, without Giannis Antetokounmpo, things were a bit awry for them. The Cavs had the upper hand, 135-95. Donovan Mitchell thriving with his 31 points. A win for the Pels, thanks in large part to Brandon Ingram's triple-double as he propels New Orleans to 132-112 takedown of the Hornets. The Lakers surprisingly are 500 on the year 127 to 110 after they get the job done against the Mavericks despite a triple double from Luka Doncic as far as college basketball is concerned we saw USC take an L to the forehead against number 12 Arizona 82 to 67 number 13 Auburn victorious against Vanderbilt 80 to 65 Jerry Stackhouse and the Commodores are Winless in the conference, number five Houston seventy-seven to fifty-four winners against number twenty-five, number number twenty-five Texas Tech, fourth-ranked North Carolina stays perfect in league play six and zero after they butcher a struggling Louisville Cardinals team eighty-six to seventy, and also victories for LSU. Number eight, 
Kentucky and number one UConn as they pulverize 18th ranked Creighton 62 to 48. And lastly, guys, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be retaining their head coach, Mike McCarthy, going into 2024. I know the team and their fans are very excited about that. And that is, as you guys are talking about, the last year on his deal. And one of the reasons that this is going to be happening is because Jerry Jones, the team owner, said that they have fallen in love with his and McCarthy's winning percentage in the regular season and hopes, Jason and Mike, that one day it eventually will pan out in the postseason. Listen, we know we're not going to win in the playoffs, so let's just fall in love with his winning percentage in the regular season. Yes. Do you like That's the feeling of winning 12 games during the regular season and being able to go in and have a victory Monday? Because in Chicago, with the score, they have victory chicken on Monday. Mm, victory chicken. Can you, can you see Mike McCarthy next year in October after win? Do you believe? I'm asking you, do you believe? 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 Do you, I want to, do you believe? Do you believe? Oh, that's, no. that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studios. Hey, our best of podcast gets put up right after our show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rate us. Subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Thank you so much for your continued support. It allows Mike and I to put the product we do out every night for you. Again, about 10 minutes after the show is over itunes wherever you listen to podcasts it is there the jason smith show with mike Harmon. coming up next we have more big news from the nfl coaching carousel you're not going to believe how big of a favorite one team is in vegas for jim harbaugh's services it's next right here jason and mike fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over tiktok there's no shortage of reasons to stan the queen of tejano and stan we do over three whole episodes of our podcast becoming an icon we're reminiscing as lifelong selena fans sharing hot takes and telling her story listen to becoming an icon on america's number one podcast network iheart open your free iheart app and search becoming an icon the nikki glazer podcast her roast of tom brady stole the show now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the nikki glazer podcast i said tell tom brady that i'm the tom brady of roasting lots of people roasted the goat but only nikki is still being talked about every time i refresh my dms it's 14 blue check marks of people i didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me hear that in all episodes of the nikki glazer podcast on america's number one podcast network iheart open your free iheart app and search the nikki glazer podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. And in a day in which, hey, all right, Mike McCarthy is staying as Dallas Cowboys head coach. All right, I mean, we've talked about the the Mike McCarthy angle of it with the Cowboys and Jerry Jones deciding, ah, we're just going to do the same thing next year and hope for something different. Um this is a big deal when you get outside of because you're looking at the other openings that are out there now in the NFL, right? Only the Patriots has been filled because Gerard Mayo gets hired. He had it in his contract. But you're talking about Falcons, Panthers, Raiders, Chargers, Seahawks, Titans, Commanders, all looking for head coaches. Seven teams. Well, okay, you figure, well, the name's going out there. There's seven teams. There's going to be guys that are named out there. The odds for Jim Harbaugh where he coaches next in football. The number one choice. I'm looking at the odds right now. Cleveland. His next team odds, minus 150 to be the head coach of the Chargers. Okay. Right? Next is, he's not the head coach of an NFL team and he stays in college. That's plus 100. The first NFL team you get odds on after the Chargers are the Raiders at plus 1,200. Okay, so this is an overwhelming favorite for the Chargers to get Jim Harbaugh. So, okay, let's say this happens, right? And the Chargers are the best opening because they have the best quarterback, right? There's other good openings, and there's the Falcons is a good job depending on who gets it, but the Chargers have the best quarterback. So you look at that as being the best opening. If Bell, if Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. Where does Bill Belichick go? Right? Because he can't just go anywhere. He can't like go to Carolina and say, I'm I'm chasing Don Shula. I'm going to win three games a year for the next 10 years, and then I'm going to get there. There's I don't know that there's a fit for him. Because a guy that's that kind of a legend, with that kind of, of, of cachet, even though he's not the same head coach, and I would pass on him because I told you he's lost his fastball. But I get that he's attractive to a lot of other teams. He's going to make sure our defense is good. I get it. But he can't just go anywhere, or it just looks like he's he's chasing the record. He's got to go somewhere it looks like it's at least a lateral move for him. And I don't see a lateral move for Bill Belichick. I, I don't see with any of these teams. I don't see a lateral movement. Now, the Seahawks are pretty good, but is he going to really succeed Pete Carroll? I mean, he's not going to win for a guy that's kind of a legend there. Why? He's got to go, he go someplace else, he's man. He's greater than him. He can walk over any of these guys. And he, he already walked over him once in a Super Bowl, remember? Hey! outsmarted you, jackass. (laughs) So now I'm going to come in and I'm going to disrupt. Although, you know, they talked all about wanting the culture to stay the same and just for Pete to leave. Uh, That's kind of an interesting uh, dichotomy. But maybe, uh, you know, we see a new, new Bill Belichick, warm and fuzzy and bubbly. 
Oh, wearing the the cutoff uh, Seahawks hoodie. We're wearing that big neon green outfit. Oh, look at that! Can you, can you imagine that Belichick in that with the big hat on, like oh, with yeah. the big the the big aqua green pom pom that's on the top of the neon green pom pom. See, now you're talking. No, not happening. What about he's an eye su- patch with the Raiders? Su- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good look. Uh, he look good in in, in Raider uh, Raider colors. Who's going to be the owner of the the Raiders? Oh yeah, Tom Brady. He's going to hire Bill Belichick. Yeah, I don't know about that, See, man. I really don't. I don't think it's as bad as it is it as everybody wants it out to makes it out to be. Right, the Robert Kraft quote that started getting circulated again uh, end of last week into this one of well, you know, Bill can you know told me that you know Brady uh, was done and we should move on. It's like. Yeah, because the history of the team was get rid of a guy one year too too early instead of one year too late. He applied it with the same direction and focus as he always had. Unfortunately, he was wrong on that one. Jason, it would also give uh, Brady a chance to turn the tables on Belichick and give him orders. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bill, just like I did for the last 20 years, but nobody knew it because I was the quarterback and you were the head coach. Here's what I want you to do. No, honestly, (laughs) I think what's happening in, in, in Vegas is this, because there's two really weird things happening. Antonio Pierce is not hired yet as the Raiders head coach, which why the players loved him. They played hard for him. They won some games and you have a guy that wants to be there and instill the Raiders culture that gets what it is and what it means to be a Raider. Uh, so yeah, it seemed like that would be a slam dunk. The other thing that doesn't make sense is Mike Vrabel's not talked to anybody. He, why is Mike Vrabel who really is on par with the other guys that that have got let go because he's won recently. He's well-regarded in every league circle. The guys won division titles with the Titans. How is he not talking to anybody? Not that he doesn't have a gig, but how is he not even talk to anybody? This tells me that, hey, Brady's going to go through the sale with with the Raiders. He's going to get in on board, and Rabel's going to go coach the Raiders. Because Antonio Pierce is interviewing with other teams now. All right? he just, I think he went to talk to the Falcons yesterday. So I, why is he going other places unless that's what the end game is? Now it makes sense. Okay, Rabel's not talking about it because he knows he's going to be the Raiders head coach. Antonio Pierce is talking to other teams because he knows that's going to happen. So the Raiders, that, that's, that's kind of where I see them going with this. And I, again, it, not that that would be a fit for Belichick anyway, but that's a high-profile spot that, that's likely going to be out. I, I, don't, I don't know where he lands. I don't know that we're not talking about Belichick next year on TV, doing games and, and staying out and looking to get back in a year from now somewhere. Yeah, again, I think he crawls over <laughs> the, the vestiges of Pete Carroll if that becomes possible. Excuse me, excuse me, Pete. I'm going to crawl over your Air Monarch speed. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw these uh, sneakers to the side. Yeah, all that gum you're chewing, crawling over the gum. Yeah, I'm crawling. I'm getting getting the sideline for you, Pete. But there, there's the pictures of Pete with different. Yeah, these have to go. <laughs> Everything that Pete Carroll on it, he's just taking the photos down and slamming them and breaking the glass. These all have to be eliminated. (laughs) The only pictures hanging are Marshawn running it. That's it. Yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) Almost like free, you know, you know, picture, uh, you know, frame by frame up there down the hallway. Oh, Oh, this is what would have happened if you'd stayed there. Stayed the course. Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's a Photoshop of them winning the Super Bowl over the Patriots. <laughs> Had you just run the football, this is what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, man. Chargers, 
Seattle, Raiders. You got three three fun spots in Atlanta if you make the trade and, and actually do bring in Justin Fields. Mm, man, I'll tell you. By the way, uh, the Saints are retaining Dennis Allen. <laughs> yeah, yo, and Mickey Loomis. <laughs> and they fired big, Pete yeah. Carmichael and everything, and Loomis looked like a lunatic. Yeah, we're keeping Dennis Allen, oh, by the way. Keeping Dennis Allen. Keeping Jameis Winter. Keeping everybody. It's just, Hell it's just like Dallas. It's just like Dallas. Uh, exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studios. Don't forget, Best of Podcast up in a few minutes on iTunes. Download it. Listen. We'll love you forever and ever. Ben Maller's next. This is Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.